Hello everybody and welcome back once again to Goonies World. I am Meanie, also known as Ryan, and I am joined, as always, by Goonie, also known as Colin. Greetings. And Johnny Farrell, also known as Sean. Hey, hello everybody. Are you guys feeling as sexy as I'm feeling tonight? Uh, I am feeling quite sexy. Personally. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, You guys look sexy if you don't mind me saying. I took a shower before I got on, so I'm oh. feeling extra sexy. Nice, nice, nice. And I, I think I sound pretty sexy. I think you do, too. I've always thought so. And um, our listeners, we would like to know which one of us has the sexiest voice. So if you could please <laughs> send us an email or uh, you know, jump on any of our various social media outlets and let us know who has mm. the sexiest voice, we would appreciate it. It's me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, there's uh, there might be some cash in it for you if you vote for Ryan. Just, just saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of sexy, uh, we're going to come back with our third and final installment of a one-page role-playing game uh, by Grant Howitt called "Sexy Battle Wizards." And just a brief bit of recap: the Sexy Battle Wizards, Agony Cataclysm, and Salami Razmataz are on the trail of Septimus Fowl, an evil but very sexy battle wizard who has escaped from prison. And in our last episode, our heroes tangled with the imperial sorceress Lucretia Salacious, who had one of the rogue automatons that helped Septimus Fowl escape. Uh, after defeating Lucretia, they learned from the automaton that it was supposed to regroup at certain coordinates, which the sexy battle wizards have identified as the Isle of Montserrat in the Caribbean. And on their way there, in their flying castle, they escaped arrest for assaulting Lucretia Salacious, with Agony Cataclysm sending one Imperial battle blimp into unreality with his rift cannon, and Salami Razmataz blowing another battle blimp out of the sky with his ember fist. And the sexy battle wizards also learned from Lucretia that Septimus Fowl isn't working alone, but has a partner named Flavius Dio who helped him escape and who may be aiding him in whatever wicked plans he's currently contemplating. So... As you sexy battle wizards sail through the skies out over the crystal waters of the Caribbean Sea in your flying castle, you get a message on your wireless Ansible device, and you recognize the voice instantly. It's someone you've met before. It is the voice of Imperial Wing Commander Murgatroyd. You sexy battle wizards have done it this time. We've received word that you've resisted arrest and assaulted two Imperial battle blimps. Her Imperial Majesty, the Eternal Empress Gloriana, has ordered me to demand that you return her Imperial Marines from unreality. Can you do this? They'll find their way back eventually, I'm sure. What about you, Mr. Razmataz? Is there anything you can be, that can be done about this terrible tragedy? Of course, I could... Uh, I could instantly... Uh, redo what was done uh, or undo what was done but I choose not to we are very on a very important mission right now well speaking of missions when I authorized you to investigate I certainly didn't authorize any shenanigans or damage or assaults on the imperial sorceress Lucretia Salacious what do you have to say for yourselves you bad 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 boys uh 
hate to break it to you, uh, Murgatroyd, but uh, she started it. Yes, she did. Oh, well, that changes everything. No, <laughs> no. Listen, now, I am instructed to tell you that only one thing can persuade Her Imperial Majesty to pardon you for your reckless and irresponsible behavior, and that is the capture of Septimus Fowl. Only success in your mission can exonerate you. Do you understand that, you troublemakers? Yeah, um... Did Lucretia tell you about, um... Uh, Septimus Fowl is, uh, actually not working alone here, so we intend to apprehend not only Septimus Fowl, but also Flavius Dio. Flavius Dio. This name is not known to me. We shall have to interview Miss Salacious again. But her Imperial Majesty is quite upset at the loss of the battle blimps, and she's very worried about her Imperial Marines traipsing about in unreality. You say they will be able to find their way back eventually? Oh, I'm sure they will. In fact, I mean, if they if they aren't back by the time we're done, um, I can always just bring them back with my rift cannon, I, th- I, I think. We'll see that you do. Now, we'll have no more further shenanigans. Please try to avoid any collateral damage wherever you're headed. Make no such promises. You pesky, sexy battle wizards. You'll be the death of me yet. Murgatroyd out! And he cuts off contact on the Ansible. Man is quite jealous of us. He's not very sexy, I'm afraid. He's no, not. he could never, he could never even get admission to the college errand whatsoever. His wizarding is like negative five. And you know, uh, speaking of the college errant, you know, this is the group that you guys belong to. And Septimus Fowl, who you were hunting, you know, he used to be a member of the college errant before he turned to evil and he himself is very sexy and a very powerful sexy battle wizard you know uh but we'll see if you can find him all you know is that this automaton that you investigated was supposed to regroup at these coordinates it doesn't necessarily mean that uh that's where septimus fowl is but there's only one way to find out and soon you can see the Emerald Island of Montserrat out on the southern horizon. Now, I believe that your castle was cloaked in shadow and resembled a cloud of some kind. Was that? Am I remembering that correctly? I think that was the plan, but then the, the battle blimps happened, oh. and uh, so I don't think we are cloaked right now. Okay. I may have uh, elected to go ahead and do the cloaking as we approached Montserrat, but uh, I think that Goonie's right. I think that um, <clears throat> we got... Actually, I think I failed the roll to cloak initially, uh, and then the battle blimps showed up. Well, might I suggest that if you're still interested in doing that, while you're still fairly far away from the Isle of Montserrat, now might be a good time. Uh, there are a few clouds in the sky. It's certainly not overcast. And I would have to imagine that a shadow, a cloud summoned from the occult you know, secrets of Shadowmancy would probably look a little darker, you know, maybe like a storm cloud of some kind. I would definitely yeah. think so, yeah. But it certainly won't look like a flying castle because, you know, the sexy battle wizards are famous. Everybody sees a flying castle coming. Everybody knows, you know. And for listeners who are new, you'll, you'll have to go back and listen to the other episodes. But this is a alternate reality where the Roman Empire never fell. 
and we're kind of like the equivalent of the late 1800s and it's sort of a vaguely steampunkish sort of world and uh, the sexy battle wizards are you know they kind of fill the same role that superheroes might fill in another type of world so the flying castle of the sexy battle wizards is known far and wide all over the world but well, and certainly Septimus Fowl would recognize it. Certainly so. he would. He used to live there with you. In fact, yeah, yeah. In fact, he had the best bedroom. Which one of you guys moved into the best bedroom after he turned to evil? I claimed him. Okay. All right. Just curious. And uh, anyway, yeah, so why don't you go ahead and uh, make your roll? I think this is fairly standard sexy battle wizard stuff, so uh, we will need... Uh, four is your target number, so you want to get higher than your target number. Uh, and you get a five or six with your magic dice. And I got a five. That's great. And, of course, uh, as always, you know, uh, if you go to our Twitter account, you can see the character sheets, and you can see just how sexy our sexy battle wizards are, and you can see their character sheets. And so, yes, the flying castle is cloaked in a bruised and sullen storm cloud. Got that phrase from Neil Peart, by the way. Uh, and uh, you approach, this lone storm cloud approaches the uh, Emerald Isle of Montserrat. And, you know, the island's only about 10 miles long and 7 miles wide and is dominated by this very large volcano. And according to your atlas, there is a one town here. It's uh, at the base of the volcano by this little bay, and the town is called Little Bay. It might be a good place to stop and uh, look for clues. There also appears to be like uh, the ruins of an old observatory on the upper slopes of of the volcano. Gee, where would you guys like to explore first? We shall make an appearance at the village and search for clues and show off our sexiness, of course. Well, it never hurts to show off your sexiness. How would you guys like to uh, get to the... uh, get to the village itself how will you disembark from your flying Hmm. castle in a cloud hmm I'd like to make a show of it but we don't want to draw too much attention to the fact that we are sexy battle wizards although we do want to show that we are sexy um but maybe maybe something more subtle would be uh best Hmm. Do you have any uh, suggestions? No, Sorry. I'm. I don't do anything subtle. So, forget I ever said that. <coughs> I will. I will drop down in a blaze of light. Okay. Well, I'll let you do that. So, yeah, this is basically dropping down in a blaze of light from. Uh, that's very standard, sexy battle wizard stuff. You'll be coming down like the second coming of Christ. Who doesn't exist in this world. The Romans got him early on, and they didn't. All right. Um, Wizard. All right. Ah, yeah. That's a one. And you go plummeting. Unless you want to spend any uh, determination. Do you still have any determination left from our last game? Yeah, but I I, uh, almost save it up to use it when I really need it. Okay, I'll well, take my you'll take, a, you'll take a stress. Oh, okay. So how much stress. stress do you have? Oh. Just the one? I explode. 
and boom, yeah, just, you explode. Yeah. You jump out and then pow and explode. That gets some attention in the village down below. Uh, and, of course, you will have to reconstitute in the uh, Chapel of Ages there in your castle. Uh, meanwhile, Agony, uh, how would you like to make your descent? Uh, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> create a... Uh, when I when I see Salami explode, I'm going to create a, uh, a a portal into the village from the castle, um, a shadow portal. Okay, that's very standard stuff. I almost think there should be like an even easier than standard because even the standards you need a five or six. But um, exploding is fun, so I'm sure that's why Mister <laughs> Howitt did it that way. Well, that's going to be a six. Nice, one, two, nice six of shadows. And in a portal of shadow, you materialize in the village. And, uh, yeah, there's a... It, it's a small little village. Uh, it looks like mostly fishermen. There's no, like, great heavy industry or anything like that here. Uh, meanwhile, Salami, you, you're slowly reconstituting in your uh, sarcophagus in the Chapel of Ages. Uh, how would you like to try to get down to join your did friend? You, did you leave the... The uh, rift open, or the yeah, shadow I, I, portal. Yeah, I was actually going to wait for Salami okay, to reconstitute. We could. So before he does, I'll you know I'll stick my head out a little bit, like through the portal, and look around and see if there's anybody interesting or sexy, uh, you know, in the area, looking at the portal or pointing or doing anything. Yeah, well, there is one guy with his eyes open wide. He's uh, in a little fishing boat, and he's like getting some nets together and things like that. And uh, there's another tall, gangly fellow nearby. Neither one of them are very sexy at all. This fisherman is like really, really, really short and round, and his eyes are wide. And then the other guy, as I say, is tall and has kind of a beaked nose. And his jaw is dropped open. There are some other people around in the village, but they're just faceless and shadowy villagers. Um, but uh, when you sexy men come out of the portal, you definitely get their attention. Whoa, by great Jupiter, you are the sexiest men I've ever seen, says the fisherman. We are quite aware. Say... You aren't sexy battle wizards, are you? No, no, of course not. We are are merely just sexy individuals minding our own business. Oh, oh. Well, what brings you here to our lovely island of Montserrat and our quaint little town of Little Bay? I'm Ezekiel. I'm the puffer fisherman here. I only fish for puffer fish, only. Um, well... You see, we're not um, sexy battle wizards, but as you astutely um, observed, we are sufficiently sexy to be sexy battle wizards. So um, we heard that there might be some sexy battle wizards here. Mm. So we were going to uh, look for them and see if they could perhaps teach us the ways of battling and wizarding to add on top of our sexiness. Well, I don't know about any sexy battle wizards, but there have been some strange things going on here lately. Uh, yes, uh, you, John John Bad Pudding, come over here. And then the tall fellow, you know, the gangly fellow with the big beak, he comes over and he's got like a big basket over his shoulders. Hello, I'm John Bad Pudding. I'm the eagle egg collector. Me and Ezekiel are fast friends, aren't we, Ezekiel? Well, I don't know about fast friends, but we, we've been acquainted for some time. Uh, 
No, but there's been some strange things happening. You know the, you do know that the Imperial Observatory is haunted, don't you? Yes, of course. No, I, we've never been here. We don't know anything about it. No. But I, I could have guessed. Oh, yes, it's been haunted. You know, the Imperial Observatory's been closed for 200 years, ever since they accurately tracked Fraley's Comet. That uh, determined that Fraley's Comet returns every 47 years when it sobers up. And uh, it's been shut down all that time. But lately, you see, there have been some villagers who have seen strange lights. And now we believe it is haunted. Don't we, Mr. Black Pudding? Yes, we do believe it's haunted. And furthermore, when I've gone up on the slopes to collect my eagle eggs, I have heard some strange noises coming from the vicinity of the observatory. I was afraid at first that the volcano was going to erupt again. No, that will never happen. That volcano has been dormant for centuries. Well, you never know about volcanoes now, do you? I would hate it if that volcano exploded. Yes, so would I. But no, I I heard some sounds that were like a deep sort of mechanical rumbling, and I was quite frightened because my good friend Ezekiel had already told me about the strange lights. So yes, it's definitely haunted. I don't know about sexy battle wizards. No, I don't know about sexy battle wizards, but there's definitely some kind of ghost or monster living there in that abandoned Imperial Observatory. I'm quite frightened of it. We thank you for your information. That definitely sounds like it could be the work of sexy battle wizards up at the observatory. What do you think, Salami? I think I agree with you. It sounds just the sort of place he might set up. And the eerie sounds and lights seem like sexy battle magic. I wonder if they would be willing to teach us the ways of battling at Wizarding. Uh, yes. Uh, I, For I know nothing of any sort of wizardry or battle, and I must be taught by someone who is so much better than me. Well, I don't know about sexy battle wizards. Wouldn't the sexy battle wizards have proclaimed themselves? I heard they fly about in a flying castle, says uh, John Bad Pudding. Well, I think some of them do, but some of them have gone rogue. And sometimes sexy battle wizards need to go undercover as much as it pains them. Sometimes they must be uh, quiet and, and, and not alert anyone to their to their sexiness and and their uh, battleness and their wizardry. Oh, so you're saying you think there could be some undercover sexy battle wizards up there? Up there, well, yes. Anything is possible, yeah. Oh. Well, I'm a little concerned for our village because, you know, I've heard that those sexy battle wizards, when they begin battling, cause a great deal of collateral damage. I would hate something to happen to our beautiful village. Well, there is a price to pay for for freedom, mm. and um, I'm afraid, uh, I don't know, but uh, I, I would think you'd be thankful if, a, if sexy battle wizards are battling sexually, sexually, sexily, sexily, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you count yourself lucky to witness such an event. Well, I suppose so, I 
Maybe we should tell the others. Well, maybe, maybe. Well, very well. Go, go see what you must see up there. But please be careful. Don't set off the volcano. Well, uh, I'm afraid we can't make any promises about uh, not instigating uh, geological activity, but we will certainly uh, do our best. <laughs> and they look very nervous, but uh, they, they go back to... Uh, yeah, it, Ezekiel goes back to preparing his nets to go out for a day of puffer fishing. And... Uh, John, uh, John Bad putting his. I think I'll avoid the slopes. I don't think I'll collect any eagle eggs today. <laughs> and by now, there's a small crowd, you know, that's kind of gathered on the fringes of this conversation, cringing and curious villagers. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? Are any of the villagers particularly sexy? No, no one even. I mean, there are some that are not bad looking. You know, there are like some sevens and eights, but you guys are like fifteens and you know seventeens, and you know on a scale of one to ten. So there's some people who are sufficiently attractive, but no one even remotely as sexy as you guys. And of course, you guys know what Septimus Fowl looks like. He's sexy because of his magnificent mustache. I guess you don't know what Flavius Dio looks like, but you don't see anyone who looks even remotely sexy enough to be classified as a sexy battle wizard. Well, eyesores. Yes, I don't think there's anybody sufficiently sexy in the area uh, to uh, bother with here, Salami, so perhaps we should head straight to the observatory and uh, investigate. Okay. I suppose since these people lack so much sectionist in their lives, we, we ought to give them give them a parting gift of a show of some sort. Well, would you guys like to show off your sexiness for the villagers? Sure, why not? Let's, uh... We, we could strike a few poses, yeah. perhaps. You gonna shake your little tush on the catwalk? On the catwalk? Yeah, something like that. Okay. You're too sexy for this village. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what sexy move will Agony Cataclysm use? Uh, he's just going to strike uh, some sexy poses, um, you know. But sexy in his particular, you know, vein of sexiness, where basically he just sulks and right. pouts. Yeah, he's bad boy uh, sexy. Right. He's disassociated, angsty artist, sexy. Right. It's right. like I can see him uh, folding his arms, kind of pouting, like making his lips pout and <laughs> looking down a little bit. And yes. Okay. Exactly. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. This is standard sexy battle wizard stuff. And you know what? I, I'm just going to give you a bonus dice for the hell of it. Because these guys, just because they're starved for... You know, and we don't even... This is totally not even necessary anyway. We just I know, did it by the kindness of our own hearts. That's true, but if you fail, it could still give oh, you yeah. determination. <laughs> so, so, so you're feeling very sexy? How's that, how's that pout working out for you, Agony, with your bonus die? Well, uh, the, both the dice came up as fours, which I think is like 
it's a success. Like, that's well, a success, but I get to stress or something. Well, there looks a little vague. So something bad happens, but you get a stress. But uh, no, they certainly think you're you're sexy, all right. But you're so sexy that several of the women and a couple of the men like swoon and faint. And uh, this causes great consternation in the crowd. And go, oh, oh, don't look at him. He's too sexy. He's too sexy. Don't look. Don't look. Oh, but he's such a dangerous rebel, says another one right before she faints. And uh, oh, I've seen better, says another man. And uh, meanwhile, Salami, Raz- Raz- go ahead and take your stress, though. And Salami, um, go ahead and give yourself an extra die. And what are you? what's your sexy move? What are you going to do? I'm going to do like a little twirl and then s- do the splits. <laughs> and, you know, like very kind of almost violently, you know, land on the ground with my legs split apart and, and then, you know, be like, ta-da! Okay. It's almost like a Michael Jackson type move. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't oh, think he ever did yeah. the splits, but... <laughs> um, well, I got a five. Hey, there, there is appreciative applause, and uh, oh my, very, very sexy, yes. Yes, you're certainly, you could certainly be sexy battle wizards. Uh, everybody agrees that, that you're definitely sexy enough to qualify for sexy battle wizard dumb. Uh, should you ever, should you ever uh, find these s- sexy battle wizards that you're supposedly looking for for training? But we'll assume that uh, after this display of sexiness that uh, impresses and you know renders villagers unconscious, that you will proceed to the observatory do you want to walk up the slopes of the volcano to the observatory or how would you like to get up there we don't want to let them to our presence so maybe if there is a uh, another portal of sorts we can take that of course I could make a light portal but I think I will save my magic I think I should make a shadow portal, uh, as I feel like they would be less likely to spot it. Yes, I think you're quite right. Do you want to make a shadow portal to the interior of the observatory, or just in the vicinity of the observatory? Just in the vicinity of the observatory, because I don't want to walk up the fucking hill. (laughs) Right, right, right. And you know how I am prone to making things audacious if you try to... uh, get in, inside somewhere as I did with uh, Lucretia Salacious's castle so we might as well avoid any unnecessary audaciousness so yeah go ahead and uh, it's very standard sexy battle wizard stuff let's uh let's make that shadow portal to the vicinity of the observatory fuck well four again so um wait uh I forgot does well so I have four stress and I rolled a four so I think it's since it doesn't ex- the amount of stress doesn't exceed so yeah. I don't think I explode yeah you do not explode but things are getting dicey for you yeah well but I take another stress you take another stress so, I, so it will be five you, yeah, at which you, point it is more than the four that I rolled so I think I do explode yes yes you do yeah. I didn't realize you had four yeah so yeah so you try to do it and then boom and you explode and you're left by yourself Salami uh, waiting for agony to reconstitute, uh, and uh, meanwhile, because you're still standing around down there in the village, the uh, the villagers all 
surround you and demand a further display of your sexiness. What happened to your friend? Where'd he go? He was so sexy he exploded, said another one. Does that happen often? Uh, I cannot comment. He says, I am not a sexy battle wizard, and what you saw was not a side effect of being too sexy or any sort of uh, wizardry gone wrong. Well, I wonder, says Ezekiel, the puffer fisherman. I just wonder. I am starting to believe that you are sexy battle wizards, and you're here on some secret mission, isn't that right? That is complete nonsense. Poppycock. Hmm. You're talking poppycock. So you say. Listen, I wouldn't tell anyone. Don't worry. You're peacocking. No, never. Not me. Meanwhile, Agony, you've uh, reconstituted, and uh, how would you like to get back to the... To the uh, well, uh, is my, I mean, I... I if my portal's still there, I'll just use that. Uh, There's no reason to believe, I guess, that it would have completely disappeared. So that's, yeah, I have no, I have no vested interest in making it any more difficult for you to get back down here. So we'll assume that after this, this unfortunate explosion, um, which certainly though created a great deal of chattering and whispering and uh, suspiciousness among the villagers, that you guys. Uh, can wa- do you want to once again try to create the shadow portal to the observatory, or do you want to walk this time? Of course, you have no more well, stress. Your stress has been reset. Right. Well, I'm going to step out of the portal and back sort of into the little vi- village, and I'm going to say... Oh, he's back. S- sorry about that. I think I must have exploded uh, from being too sexy. Mm-hmm. Says Ezekiel. Something that is completely normal for... Non-sexy battle wizards. I mean, sexy non-battle wizards, I think, is what you meant, right? Yes. The sexy is included, but we're not battle wizards. Definitely not battle wizards. And yeah, I will I will try to make the second portal again. All right, here we go. Standard stuff, standard stuff. I need a five or six. Ooh, six this time. There we go. And the portal opens before you, and you can walk through the... Vortex of shadow up into the vicinity of the observatory. And you can see the observatory rising up before you in its great dome shape. And it has, you know, the slit in the the dome that uh, this old and damaged and broken telescope is sticking out of. Uh, But suddenly... Hundreds of doorways open all over the place. Just doorways materialize out of nowhere. And you recognize the arcana of the supreme doorway that is the school of magic that Septimus Fowl uses. Perhaps your shenanigans in the village might have been noticed with the explosions. Perhaps there's a spy in the village. Perhaps the strangely colored storm cloud that floated over the island and then hovered there uh, might have alerted Septimus Fowl. But out of these doorways spill 300 rogue automatons who run out firing nail guns at you guys like a, a shower of nails fly in your direction. What do you guys do? You're going to be peppered with nails if you can't think of some way to defend yourselves. And only in this system could you fight like 300 you know, rogue automatons. But there are 300 of them. You could target them in increments of 100, if you like. 
But right now you're defending yourself. Mm. Well, I would like to create a wall of shadow for these uh, in front of me for these, uh, or a shield of a shadow shield. Well, I think that's a better shadow thing. shield. Yes, I like it. I like it. That's pretty standard sexy battle wizard stuff. Let's see if you can throw out that shadow shield. Five. Three hundred nails all batter into the shadow shield and fall harmlessly to the ground. Uh, not 300, 150 or so. How about you, Salami? Because about half those got fired to you. Well, I will do the exact same thing, except for with light. Alright, light shield. And it's fairly standard sexy battle wizard stuff, so let's... Uh, of course, you're carrying around some dress still, aren't you? No, you just you got reset too recently. Yeah. Alright. Only a three... Oh no! And uh, you look like a pincushion. There's nails sticking out of you all over the place, and you're knocked back, and you roll roll down the hill a little bit. And uh, but now you guys can try to take the attack to them. Uh, while Salami Razmataz is uh, pulling himself together and yanking 150 nasty nails out of his sequined suit, uh, what are you doing, Agony Cataclysm? Well, I'm going to fire my rift cannon at the largest number uh, I possibly could hit in an attempt to send them into non-reality or a pocket dimension. And it may or may not be the same pocket dimension with a pinpoint. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can, you, can uh, you know, if you uh, set it to a cone and uh, weave it around a little bit, you could probably get about 100 of these, of these uh, rogue automatons. Well, that's going to be a pair of fives. Nice, pair of fives. And, again, describe... I, I think you described this last time when the uh, when the blimp went out of reality. But what what is it... I'm curious, again, is what it seems like when they get sucked out. Do they just kind of bloop, blip out of existence or... So, yeah, the... Uh, like, a beam of energy kind of shoots out and, and creates, like, a lightning bolt-shaped rift, a rift or tear in the fabric of reality. That's right, that's right. That then, like opens up and they just kind of just get sucked into it. Not yeah. like one at a time like I was just doing the noise, but, you know, like kind of all at the same time. Yeah. And, and then it, it snaps closed. And this great sucking mo- sucking sound and a good third of this uh, army of rogue automatons is sucked into unreality. Um, by this time, Salami, you've uh, gotten yourself together. What do you do? Um, so I've been plucking out these... Uh Nails, mm-hmm. and I'm g- going to create. Um, actually, I'm going to like put them all in my fist, <laughs> and then I'm going to shoot my fist at them. Oh, here it comes! And you can probably Fistful also full of nails. You can probably also target about uh, about a hundred of them as well. Fistful of nails, and uh, yeah, he can kind of shoot his fist. That's how he brought down that battle blimp in our last episode. Six. Six, that's great. And so, yeah, describe, uh, I keep forgetting, you know, I need to let you guys narrate this stuff. So uh, you, you get narration rights. So go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of like a once his fist goes shooting off and kind of <clears throat> explodes and 
it's like a nail bomb basically they've, they now they've got nails sticking out and are sticking in them yeah you know and these these hit vital these these guys are you know they're not fully articulated high-tech robots you know they're essentially clockwork men with little player piano <laughs> programs running in their chest cavities as you recall and so with a lot of uh, popping of gears and springs uh, they begin popping and exploding all over the side of the volcano uh, on the slopes of the volcano and soon there's only about a hundred of them left but uh, they begin forming though they, they begin forming together and standing on top of like a bunch of cheerleaders almost at first you know getting into a big pyramid but soon they start locking together and suddenly before you know it Within instance, there is a huge, gigantic rogue automaton that is nearly a hundred times the size of a normal rogue automaton. <coughs> and it's, but it can't do anything else right this second because it spent that turn just uh, turning itself into this great mecha, rogue mecha automaton which towers over you and begins stomping in your direction and... What do you guys do? I will, I will form a whip of light, and I will whip the uh, whip it around the uh, legs. This mega automaton. That's a great idea. That sounds like pretty, uh, pretty standard sexy battle wizard stuff. I rolled a one. Oh no! And so you fail, and you uh, you take a stress and a determination. And the way I'm interpreting this, since there's not really like hit points or anything, is both of you guys are each going to have to make a successful attack against this thing to bring it down. So we still need two successful attacks. But agony, what do you do? And there, so, in addition to the mega maton, there's still a hundred. No, it, there were only a hundred left after your uh, last two attacks. So the, the final hundred uh, formed themselves into the uh, mega the Ultron, mecha automaton. Mm-hmm. It's an Ultron, yeah. Um. Well, let's see. I think I would just like to fire um, a shadow ball. Uh, like a ball of shadow right. at them. Okay, this will be the opposite of a disco ball. Yes, exactly. It's got like darkness twinkling off the uh, surface. Okay, nice. Because disco sucks anyway, man. <laughs> this is what this is like. What uh, I guess like death metal when they go to the disco, uh, they've got that black disco ball. Black disco ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, I only got a four, so I have taken a stress. Oh, no, you've taken a stress, and the ball uh, flies past and uh, bounces up on the hillside. And, uh, in fact, something bad's supposed to happen, too. So you're actually knocked backwards by the force of it. And, of course, you fly backwards like a dozen feet. And um, now the rogue automaton, i got to think of a good name for this thing, but uh, whatever it is, the giant rogue automaton, lifts its great foot and is going to stomp down and smash Salami Razmataz who's because uh, Agony's been knocked backwards pretty far and Salami what do you do you see the giant foot it's going to come smash you flat as a pancake what do you do 
Um, I will shoot my fist. Since I'm under the thing, I'm going to shoot straight up. Oh, Wherever okay. it hits. Hit it in the robot crotch. Or the other end. Yeah, that could actually get into the interior of it. It might not take two attacks. If you could get if you could get up into I'll tell you what, if you're willing to go for an audacious move, you could go right up its robot sphincter and destroy it in one hit. If you're willing to just have a standard move, then you could just do, you know. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go for a the audacious move. Alright, here comes the audacious. We're gonna see if you can get it up the robot sphincter. Alright. Oh, I got two sixes. Oh! So, describe this. Describe how you bring down uh, the, 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 the gigantic rogue automaton with your magic. So, as, as he's going to stop me, you know, that leaves me a good... Because his leg's a little bit open as he, you know, lifts it up to have a good momentum to stomp me his legs up his robot anus his portal is open or sphincter and um (laughs) (laughs) you see uh you know his fist just rocket right up through it and just kind of burn everything in its path Mm. and taking out all the gears and wires and anyone that well, I don't think there was anyone controlling it. It was just a bunch of right. separate ones. and uh, But, it, yeah, all their gears and internal mechanics are all burned up and and just goes right through it. And, uh, and then you see it, uh, you know, just start to collapse. Like each, each individual automaton starts falling off of it and then crashes to the ground. Okay, great. Yeah, and and of course there's, you know, reins of ro- ro- robot parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congratulations, you have rocket-fisted the giant robot. Yeah, of all the things I was not expecting to do on the podcast today, it was uh, fisting a giant robot, but I'm glad it happened. Well, that's what happens when you, when you play a game called Sexy Battle Wizards. That's true. true. Robots will get fisted in such a game. All right, well, now there's no defenses in between you and the observatory itself. Would you like to enter the observatory? Or would you... Is there something else you might want to do that I haven't thought of? Mm. I think we must enter. Yes, I agree. I think uh, Septimus Fowl and Flavius Dio have thrown their worst at us, and... It was no match for the sexy battle wizards. No match at all. Must go deal with the rogue bastards ourselves. All right. Well, then I'll assume you uh, go into the observatory, and you can see the great dome above you and the huge telescope, although it's broken and ruined now. And there's some vines, you know, trailing off of it. And, um, you know, nature has gotten in here over the years since it's been closed ever since uh, Fraley's Comet's uh, you know, passage was accurately determined and 
there's a ladder, you know, that leads up to the telescope, and at the top of that uh, ladder, a doorway appears and opens, and who steps out but the extremely sexy Septimus Fowl with his magnificent handlebar mustache. I mean, it goes out, like, past the edges of his face, right? And he wears a red cape and no shirt, and he, and he's just super, super sexy. And he uh, has a huge black sepulchral blade that uh, crackles with necromantic energy. And he says, well, 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 if it isn't my old friends, Agony Cataclysm and Salami Rasmates. I knew it would only be a matter of time before you tracked me down. Septus Fowl, you cannot escape justice for any longer. Oh, can't I? As sexy as you are, you're no match for me. In fact, you're no match for both of me. And another doorway opens on the other side of the room, and what looks like an exact double of Septimus Fowl steps out. And that Septimus Fowl says, You see, with the arcana of the Supreme Doorway, I have opened many doorways into alternate worlds. And in one of them, I found myself. Yes, says the other Septimus Fowl. And he was known as Flavius Dio, but we are obviously the same man from alternate worlds. Yes, and... I was just so sexy that I couldn't resist myself. Could you resist myself? No, I couldn't resist myself, says the other, says Flavius Dio. And so now you might have combined your strength against one of us, but not against both of us. So let the ultimate battle begin, they both say in unison, and... uh, there's really no rules to see who goes first, so I'm going to go for the classic high roll, and I'm going to roll a dice for their side, and uh, oh my gosh, they've got a four. Can you guys beat that? This isn't a real rule. I'm just throwing this out of my ass. Well, do we each get a roll, or are we rolling for I just roll. I'm just rolling for your side to see who gets to go first. Well... I only got a three. Oh, well, suddenly doorways appear right in front of each of you, and the doors swing open and, like, bash you in the face. Uh, How can you defend yourselves against this? I will uh, smash the door with my ember fist. Okay, what about you, Agony? I will do a backflip out of the way. Nice. Both of those would be standard uh, battle maneuvers. Ooh, double sixes for me. Double fives. Nice, nice. And how do you guys respond? Remember, they're they're, they're still, you know, a a good range from you. So uh, not that that matters much because I'm sure you guys could think of something. But, um, and they're not standing Mm. right next to each other either. You know, they're on opposite sides of the room. So how about you, Agony? What do you do to counterattack after this magnificent double six flip? I'm going to uh, use the art of shadowmancy to create a shadow spike up from the uh, floor to uh, attempt to, uh, you know, knock one of them down. 
Okay, and I guess you're not sure entirely which one is which, but uh, the first one was talking is probably Septimus Fowl, and the second one that was talking is probably Flavius Dio. Which one would you like to target? The one that I think is likely to be Septimus Fowl. Okay, yeah, he's one that's standing uh, you know, at the doorway on top of the ladder. So go for it. Here comes the spike. It's going to be two fives and a six. Holy shit. Holy shit. Now, without killing him, uh, can you narrate what happens? Not time to kill him yet, but uh, or... Def- or capture him is really what you want to do. That's, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, I just wanted to the spike to uh, sp- like knock him to the ground, basically, just like erupt out of the ground and cause him to uh, fall on his ass, essentially. Then it is so narrated. And in fact, you know how he's kind of at the top of the ladder, and the ladder's kind of tilted right up against the telescope. You know, I'm picturing him like boom, 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 boom. You know, his ass hitting every single rung of the ladder on the way down. Oh, 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 And he lands in a very unsexy and undignified heap at the bottom of it. Meanwhile, Salami, what do you do? And I guess you could target, uh, you could target him again, or you could target Flavius Dio, whichever you like. I think it's time for Flavius Dio to uh, catch some... Sunbeams. He's come to uh, Montserrat. I hope he's wearing his sunscreen. So I'm going to shoot some powerful UV rays at him. All right. This is pretty standard, and standard uh, magical stuff here. But I am going to spend my two. Can I spend more than one determination or just one? I, I don't believe there's any reason why you can't. I think it's a kind of a one-for-one basis. Yeah, well, I'm going to spend both of my determination to do this. Serious UV rays here. This is like some tanning bed shit. This is like solar, you know, radiation just okay, yeah. pouring in. All right. And I got one six. One six. Hey, go ahead and narrate what happens to him. It'd be funny if he just got real bad, like, sunburn real bad. I don't know. Go ahead, though. Yeah, he... he his face is instantly turns bright red and starts peeling. Um, and, um, yeah, you see his skin just kind of flake and peel off. Oh, you know what? I think the, I'd like to add yeah. to that narration, if you don't mind, that the the mustache, you know, his big magnificent, magnificent mustache, it just like cinders. It just turns to cinders and ashes right off his face. He's like, cartoonishly. No! Yeah. No! He grabs his face and suddenly Flavius Dio's not so sexy. I mean, the whole point of what made him sexy was his magnificent, you know, mustache. And he is so very unsexy and he screams and he like hides his face behind his hands, you know what I mean? He looks like he's suffering from deep self-esteem issues now. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Septimus Dio gets up off of his ass and uh, swings his sepulchral blade, you know, in that like figure eight Conan style move and uh, rushes in at both of you. And uh, I don't know why I'm rolling dice for them. I did that with Lucretia just for fun, but technically it's not really required. So he comes rushing in at both of you, although if it matters, he got a two fours and a six. But uh, what do you guys do to defend yourself from his whirling sepulchral blade that that flickers with necromantic energy? Mm. 
I would like to distract him with sexiness. Okay. Go for it. Make I would s- like to... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I would like to dive underneath and behind him. Ooh, very nice. Okay. Yeah, let's have that uh, sexy distraction first. Yes, I'm going to... What's so sexy about what you're doing? Well... <clears throat> I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to have to twerk. Okay. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yes. You've left me no option. <laughs> Twerking battle oh. wizards. Oh, I got a six. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he's... Um, twerk it, twerk it, twerk it. Yeah, he, he his jaw drops, and he he looks at uh, your twerking in, in just mm-hmm. raw admiration. You know what I mean? He's not aroused. He's just like... He, talent recognizes talent, you know. And he, oh, I've got to hand it to you. That's whoa, 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 whoa. Meanwhile, you come rolling through his legs, uh, agony, or maybe you do. Let's see what happens. I'm assuming there's going to be some standard battles. Yeah, there's well, a five and a six. Hey, so now you're on the other side of him. Uh oh, uh oh. I think you guys might have him cornered. This could be the time. You guys might be able to do. You could narrate a capture with your next. <laughs> You, you, you've uh, clearly achieved an advantage over him because Flavius Dio is still crying and hiding behind his hands, huddled in a corner uh, because have, he's no longer sexy. I have an idea. We can combine our powers together, light and shadow. And first I thought maybe, maybe I'd shove my fist in your cannon and you could... But I have a better idea. I think I will shine... If I shine light, and and you, that which will create shadows, that create their own shadows behind them, and their shadows, you can control their shadows, and make them attack them. Oh, nice. I thought it was absolutely brilliant myself. We could do, we could definitely do that, but I'm thinking maybe, maybe. I load your fist into my rift cannon and I fire it at his face and we punch his mustache into non-reality. Ooh. Yes, well, that was my original uh, also brilliant plan. (laughs) And so I think I I did want to shove my fist in your cannon, so. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of fisting going on. Um, so how how would we go about doing this? I, I think that this would be both of you simultaneously succeeding on a standard. I should make this clutch, but let's face it, you know that would be ridiculous. So, and it's a good plan, and I think a good plan should be rewarded. So I think if both of you can succeed on a standard battle, then you just may take this sexy mustache and put it into unreality. But Agony is making a face that looks like he's in agony. Oh, well, I rolled a six. Well, I rolled a one and a three. Uh, well, your, your fist is definitely in the cannon, but you, you, you've stuck... Too tight. Your, it's too tight. Did you, did you lube it up first? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think about that. Damn you. I've got to get some of that old Kentucky jelly. And uh, <laughs> Septimus Fowl cries out to Flavius Dio, Get yourself together, man! 
And then he uh, decides, uh, I'm going to send you away to another world, an alternate world where you can never return. And he uh, opens a huge doorway behind you guys and you feel yourselves being sucked towards the doorway. What do you do? Well, he can only... Yeah, you guys would have had to get back. You were on either side of him, but in order to pull off that little maneuver you just did, I'll assume you had to kind of regroup. So, yeah, the doorway, this big doorway opens up behind you, and you can see, like, stars and, uh, you know, like a glowing nebula on the other side of it. And um, enjoy the rest of your life in M31, he says, and you're being sucked towards the doorway. What do you do? I'm going to plunge my fist into the ground to where it creates a... uh where it keeps me from being sucked in, you know, it holds me. That's a great plan. Uh, go ahead and make your roll. And while he's making that roll, do you want to describe what you're doing, Agony? Agony is going to uh, shoot his rift cannon at the door and attempt to uh, <laughs> send the door into non-reality. Okay. All right. Nice. So, yeah, Salami, meanwhile, he... Uh, What did well, you I got a, I got another six. Hey, that's great. We're just throwing sixes. So yeah, you're, you you sh- you shove your fist into the ground. You're, the the door can't suck you through. Meanwhile, agony attempts to send the doorway into unreality. Well, agony rolled a three and a four. Uh, so and since we've been treating fours as failures, um, I spent a determination, but then that that, that resulted in just a one. So oh no. So uh, you do get some stress. And, uh, and, again, we're treating them as, you know, the action failing, but it's not like a failure with a capital F. But um, Salami isn't through the doorway. You're being sucked towards the doorway still, Agony. And uh, Septimus Fowl lets out a peal of gloating laughter. And he comes up to uh, kick you in the behind to hurry you on your way. And uh, if, unless you guys, you guys can both try to stop him, but if one of you fails, then I'm afraid that Agony might get sucked into the M31 galaxy. I mean, if both, yeah, so either one of you fails this, but you can both try to think of something to stop this terrible thing from happening. Um, I'm going to create a shadow portal directly in front of the door. That will teleport me behind uh, uh, Septimus so that I can kick him into the portal. That is an excellent plan. What are you doing, Salami? Or do you just want to let him do that and see if it works? Um, I will try to uh, distract him, to you know, hopefully to make it easier for Agony. Okay, how do you want to distract him? Well, yeah, while I'm being sucked and I'm, you know, holding on because my fist is kind of anchored into the floor. Right. I'm going to kind of just let my um, pants fly off, (laughs) be sucked (laughs) into the door. Okay, all right. Then the pants Um, come off. Actually, because I did say it was a one piece it was earlier, a so but it had like the, the huge neckline, so the whole thing would just come off. Yeah, yeah. 
And it just gets ripped right off. <gasps> Go ahead and roll. You know what? That's such a good idea. I'm going to give you. I'm. I'm giving you a late in the game bonus dice. Bonus dice again, not in the rules, but I'm sure Grant Howitt won't mind. Um, nope. Uh, six and two fours. Hey, there comes the six. And so, yeah, your uh, your onesie comes off, and there you are, and all your and all your naked glory and uh, Septimus Fowl he can't help himself he absolutely cannot help himself he actually stops puts the sword under his arm and applauds he claps (laughs) I'm I'm, okay you've got me you've got me that's just oh my oh my meanwhile oops Oops, my clothes (laughs) oh no yeah, and so meanwhile, Agony's going to attempt this portal. Uh, I'm going to rule um, that his action, he's so distracted, I'm going to give you the late-in-the-game bonus dice as well. Well, I don't need it because I rolled two sixes and a three. Oh, no! And so just just right when he realizes what has happened, and uh, then he turns around just in time to see you kick him, and Septimus Fowler goes flinging towards the doorway. He says, no! I'll get you over there! And then the door slams. And then now, though, you can't really capture Septimus Fowl. He's been sent to the M31 Galaxy. But you know who is still here and who looks exactly like him is Flavius Dio, demustached, whimpering and crying in the corner because he is no longer sexy. And it is a very small matter for you guys to apprehend him. Why? Well, I see why they named you Salami. <laughs> course and um Flavius Dio you're under arrest by the power of the college errant (laughs) and of course he's he's weeping openly and yes you know I'm happy to say that you are able to return him uh to imperial custody and as promised the Imperial and Eternal Empress Gloriana uh, gives you a full pardon for the uh, event with the battle blimps and for the assault of Lucretia Salacious. And you're even brought to the uh, Imperial throne room itself and given a medal and a great ceremony like the end of Star Wars Episode Four. only Salami Razmataz is still naked. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I think that that's where we're uh, going to go ahead and end our sexy battle wizards adventure. And uh, I did uh, want to say one more thing. Sure, it was just a stupid thing I just thought of, but I would like to write a, a book about this someday about our adventures on Montserrat and call it Montserrat Most Foul. Ah, <laughs> nice, nice, yes. So, That's a really good idea. Yes, it is. Uh, so I guess we'll be back uh, next time with uh, something, something else. else. I believe that Ryan is going to run an adventure for us in our next game. And you know what? Coming up soon, we might have a even bigger surprise in the next uh, next three or four episodes. But we'll we'll, we'll save that for yeah. later. All right. I hope everyone has had a sexy time with our episodes. I do like these little one page 
games. The the narration is almost intimidating, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, to just be able to kind of... It takes some getting used yeah, to as well, you yeah, know. It takes it's just not standard. It's kind of fiasco-y-ish. Yeah. In that you kind of have to think about it a little bit more than you might otherwise. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah, Grant Howitt's done a lot of really interesting uh, one-page games. I'd recommend it. Uh, anyone who's into micro-light games check them out and grant if you're listening great job buddy thanks for a good game thank you hey everybody if you like our podcast don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on apple Podcasts, podchaser spotify or wherever you're able subscribe to us on youtube follow us on twitter at goonies underscore world and check out our website at gooniesworldpodcast.com Email us at gooniesworldpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.